0: Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosher sitting in for Chris Holman on the road, well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, reaching out to Kristen Dicek, Automotive Policy Advisor at the Chicago Fed's Detroit office. Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, Kristen.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeff.
0: Tremendous. Now, we're days away from the 29th Annual Automotive Insight Symposium, making the shift electric vehicles and their impact on sticker prices and automotive jobs. Back in November, you were speaking with Chris Holman about the electric vehicle, and it's fitting that this event will take place in the Motor City. How important is the EV transition to cities like Detroit, Lansing, and Flint, and other parts of the Midwest? We'll start out with that.
1: Well, it's very important to this region of the country, not only because we make the vehicles and we are heavily invested in the old traditions of making internal combustion engines and transmissions, and there's going to be less of that. So making these big investments in the future... And transitioning jobs to these new jobs in the electric vehicle supply chain is really critical for states like Michigan and Ohio and Indiana, where we make a lot of engines and transmissions. But for you know consumers and drivers, it's really important, too. I mean, the onslaught of electric and electrified product that will be in showrooms in the next few years is incredible. We're going from about 20 vehicles made in North America to 200 in the next just short a period of time. So you'll go into a showroom to buy a new vehicle, and it's more than likely going to be a hybrid, at least, if not a plug-in or a battery electric.
0: Perfect. And with the three-day event that we have coming up, you'd be including the perspectives of various sectors at the Automotive Insights Symposium to include what I understand would be manufacturers, policymakers, labor leaders, and economists. So why is it important to look at the EV transition from all angles?
1: Well, because it's a multi-dimensional transition, and you know we haven't seen this level of change where everything is changing all at once in hundred years or more, and you know, we start off looking at an outlook. Like this conference has long been an outlook conference. In January, we say, you know, here is what we think sales and production might be. I know that those people who do those forecasts revise their forecasts six or seven or eight times last year, so mm-hmm. it's very hard to see all the way to the end of twenty twenty three when we're sitting here in January. So we wanted to give some more perspective. And then, you know, the charge of the Federal Reserve is to have stable prices and full employment. Well. Vehicle prices have been increasing, not in a stable way, and some of that is due to the electrification. and some is, you know, due to semiconductors and other supply chain constraints. And the full employment part could be impacted by this transition as well. So that's why we're looking at it. You know the program that I've put together, you know the first day is looking at the affordability question from consumer perspective and from a manufacturer's perspective, like what are manufacturers doing to try to get? to lower costs and lower price vehicles for a mass market. And the second day is looking at academics who've studied this transition, you know, what do they think is going to happen with the jobs to a union leader, the Canadian Auto Workers president who's just taken office last August, but will lead their negotiations this fall for the Canadian Auto Workers and you know there's a lot that's changing in that, you know, union bargaining condition as well. So I think, you know, that's a really important perspective to have here. We have a couple of people from the Biden administration, the Mm. head of industrial policy and the head of energy jobs. And so looking at, you know, how their policy perspectives and strategies are meant to play out in this industry. And then we end the day in the conference with a couple of states and state economic developers on how they're chasing. There was a report a couple of weeks ago that there's been $73 billion worth of investment announced in the EV transition in the United States. And so you can imagine all of our economic development folks are very busy. That's just the EV side of things. You know, there's other semiconductors have a lot of money too, a lot of pitches, a lot of companies that are looking for sites, looking for, you know, where they're going to put down their roots and you know, host communities that are looking for. Getting a toehold on the future jobs.
0: Tremendous. And with that answer, and I'm hearing that the event will be exploring the impact of the electric vehicles on sticker prices, jobs, and the industry as a whole. And maybe it'll overlap with your last answer a little bit, but can you dive into and tell us a little more about some of the ways that we can expect the industry to change in the years to come?
1: Well, sure. I mean, yeah, you know, the product is changing just quite dramatically. Sure. And that has implications for, you know, suppliers. So, you know, a lot of folks think really, you know, and I started off talking about engines to batteries and motors mm-hmm. and transaxles, but an EV doesn't have an exhaust system. <laughs> they don't yeah. have as many, you know, water pumps and other sorts of you know belts and things that you might have in a traditional internal combustion engine vehicle. So those You know, filtering down into the supply chain impacts are huge. And so product is changing. The processes are changing, too. This is moving really to a chemistry manufacturing process to making battery cells and packs. And, you know, that's really a different way of doing things than, you know, discrete product manufacturing that we're used to. Because they're investing in all these new plants, when you start with a clean shade of paper, you're going to put in the latest and greatest material handling, automation, robotics. All of that is stepped up several notches as we explore expanding the production of the electric vehicles. The consumer, you know, Partly the pandemic really accelerated this, but consumers are used to just buying a car online and ordering cars and waiting for them now. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. a whole new, different way of thinking about things. And, you know, of course, there are some automakers that sell directly to consumers. So I think that, you know, the whole dealership model is changing a bit. And dealers have not traditionally made money on selling new cars, they make money on servicing your vehicle over the life of the vehicle. And, EVs don't have as many things that break. So the whole dealership model is getting turned on its head a bit too. Yeah, you know, it's a really transformative technology that's touching every single part of how we use vehicles. And you know, I want to also bring up this affordability question. Mm-hmm. You know, most people get to work in a car, driving by themselves in a car. And, you know, there are big consequences for labor market participation if people can't afford to get to work. And we're already hearing things like that of manufacturers who are busing people to their plants to work because mm-hmm. they don't have the transportation to reliably get to work every day. And, you know, that's a big problem. And <laughs> we don't have the public transportation networks, you know really reliable public transportation networks necessarily to get to where those jobs are. So, you know, having affordable ways to get around is important. And for the bigger climate goals, affordable, low-carbon ways to get around is important too.
0: Perfect. And you come from a background with CAR, the Center for Automotive Research, and have the passion and expertise through looking quite closely at EV transition. But as we wrap this up, why is it important for the Chicago Fed and members of the Detroit branch to study the EV transition?
1: we think that this is one of the most transformative things that are happening in any industry anywhere and the chicago branch of the federal reserve you know there are regional bank is this epicenter of automotive manufacturing so we need to really understand how things are changing help other parts of the bank understand this transition as well and you know, keep our finger around the pulse of this really critically important industry. Perfect.
0: Well, congratulations and best of luck with the upcoming symposium. And Kristen, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Great. Thank you so much. So once again, we've been speaking with Kristen Dechek, automotive policy advisor at the Chicago Fed's Detroit office, and we'll be back with more
1: on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.